Lakeland. It's Nikki the Realtor with the local Lakeland show. And today I'm checking out the Curated Collective. What's going on, guys? It's Nikki the Realtor. I am sitting here with Julia Saunders. She's making me laugh already. <laughs> I'm here. Not she laughing. is here. I feel like everybody should have probably listened to like the 30 minutes of conversation that we just had instead of I listening agree. to this podcast episode. Maybe we could work some of that in, right? In post. <laughs> we agreed. We might be able to. Our audio guy said that if we slip him a 20, I'll make this episode really interesting. <laughs> We're going to start a GoFundMe. We need $20. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so I'm happy to be here. so excited to have you on. Um, so I know who you are and I know a little bit of your background, but why don't you tell our listeners who Julia Saunders is, Julia Saunders is on a personal level. Okay. Um, so I am a mom and I am a wife and mm-hmm. I am a business owner and I'm a realtor. What else am I? I don't know. And I'm like questioning my existence. I know. I'm a friend. You are a <laughs> I'm friend. I'm a daughter. I feel like what's that song where it's actually, I can't say it has profanity. Um, <laughs> But I'm a lot of things. Yeah. So firstly, I am a mom and Mm -hmm. wife. Um, I have a almost four-year-old son and an eight-year-old stepson. And then I've been married for five years to my wonderful husband, Trent, who does not get enough shout-outs. So shout-out to Trent. Um, And I own a business here in town Mm -hmm. um, called The Curated Collective. It's a vintage store. And then I also am a realtor with Paige Wagner Homes. Love it. And you are... From where originally? Okay, so I'm originally from Palm Beach Gardens. I was okay. born there and I lived there until I was in seventh grade. Okay. And then I moved here because my dad got a job transfer. Um, oh. I know. So cool. I was so mad. Were you? Oh, yes. Middle school. I was like, yeah, oh, my true. friends are the best. I hate my family. Like, you know, <laughs> like when you're young, you're like, my friends are everything. And my yes. parents were like, say goodbye to them. Aww. So that was fun. But my First time uh, I went to LCS mm-hmm. and my first, that's Lakeland Christian, and my first time shadowing there, I met Trent and was like, oh, wait, there's cute boys in Lakeland. I'm good. We're good to no go. No way. And I've been fine ever since. Yeah. You're <laughs> lying. I'm dead serious. Wait, it's so, so embarrassing. When did you meet Trent? Okay. So we met when we were 11 in seventh grade. So I was shadowing at LCS. This is so embarrassing. And he like turned around when I was sitting in one of his classes and he goes, hey, do you want to come to my end of the year slash birthday party? And I was like, yes, "Yes." immediately. Literally, (laughs) I got in the car later and I was like, mom, I got invited to a birthday party. And she was like, you're not going to that. Like, you're too young for boys. Devastated. No. Devastated. Yes. But I was like, I'm going to see him next year. So wait, little did she know that was your husband? Literally. He was also my first kiss. Like so (laughs) lame. But we like... So I get back to school the next year and we have a class. We have one class together and it's a speech class. Oh, my God. And I think our teacher was like picking up vibes because he made us do a, um, what's it, like a monologue together. No. And it was from, what's, You've Got Mail, but it was like a love monologue. I was say like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I wish. I wish there was a makeout scene at the end. No. And I was like, oh, I was like so nervous because Aww. I'm like, I have a crush on this guy. And like, what if I mess up? And he actually ended up messing up our monologue and I had to like talk him through it. And I was like, I saved the day. I saved our relationship, blah, blah, blah. Oh um, my goodness. So we were like, you know, dating in middle school. No which way. Which means nothing. 
I mean, maybe it means but something it to does. someone else. Sorry Y'all to like disregard. <laughs> yeah, it meant something on accident, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like young love. But yeah, so then um, we kind of dated on and off in high school and then on and off in college. We just could not get rid of each other. I love that. Um, and then I, um, after college, I moved to Atlanta and was living my best life. Rude. I know. <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> Do you like Atlanta? No, why would you move away? Oh, girl, I had to get out of here. I, well, because I went to Florida State for college. Oh, okay. And a lot, I actually met a lot of friends who were from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, you guys are so cool. I want to live where you yeah. live. And mm-hmm. I had like, you know, I had been in Lakeland. And, for sure. And I've heard you say, and I agreed with you. I was like, amen, when I was listening to your podcast in the car, um, that Lakeland is not like what it used to be. It no. used to be. Well, interesting. Yeah, I know, nothing, like, but it was I like, say? yeah, it was definitely not what it is. Yeah, today. there just weren't That's all these so small true. businesses and like young families. Like it was just very yeah. like old school. And, yeah. you know, coming from Palm Beach Garden, where there's over a million people, I was like, yep. I miss like cities and restaurants. And so Atlanta felt like, like the right move. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anything cool. They have great zoo up there. Pandas, <laughs> which are my favorite animal. Pandas. <laughs> so anyway, so... um. We moved, I moved up there and was working and Trent reached out to me. He was going through a divorce and I was like, boy, bye. Like you had your chance. I'm in Atlanta with the yeah. pandas and I'll see you later. With the so, pandas. Um, but like, we kind of like, you know, like I was like, okay, but like, I hope you're okay. And yeah. he was going through a rough patch. And anyway, once his divorce was finalized, he like reached back out to me and we reconnected pretty quickly and wow. started dating and it was like okay this is it if we're gonna do this like we're doing it this is the end I'm not like yes. we're not going back and forth like yeah you this have time a kid now right like I'm an adult mm-hmm. and um so he was living in Lakeland he had always lived in Lakeland and he um asked if I wanted to move back and get really serious and my family was here too so I was like yeah fine easy decision yeah it was an easy decision so wow. long story short so now long you're happy long. that you moved from yes, Palm Beach. I am. No, I, I know. Right? I'm like, I forgive you, mom and dad. Yeah. This is my forgiveness <laughs> episode. Um, but no, it was just like one of those things where obviously like God orchestrates everything. But yes, the timing didn't make sense timing. to me. Yep. But God knew. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Yes. Can you put a Timing is literally everything. I know. I'm learning that so much. Lately. I think we talked about that earlier. Sorry, everyone missed that, but we talked about it earlier. We so. did. We did. We're <laughs> going to start a whole new podcast for that. Yes, we are. You heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Single. <laughs> well, used to be single in a small town. Right. Right. Used to be. <laughs> wink, wink. Love it. Well, I didn't know half of that. So I'm actually kind of glad that we dove into that a little bit deeper. I hope it's deeper. okay that I told you all of that. I'm glad that I you I didn't ask that. Trent about all of that. Trent, no, sorry. There's our sorry, story. <laughs> Well, now let's shift gears to the business side of things. Yeah. Um, so what is, you mentioned it already, the Curated Collective. Yeah. Um, so what exactly is it in its yeah. whole entirety? It's a weird one. So in, <laughs> it started out as an Instagram business. Mm-hmm. I was following a couple girls that were posting really cute things online, like home decor and stuff and vintage. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that's fun. And with Instagram, there's no startup cost, right? right. Like yeah. your inventory is your cost. You can post for free. Yep. Obviously, if you want to do paid promotions, you can do that, but you just kind of gain a following. You can follow people and they follow you back. You know, right. you can use your personal Instagram to promote it. So we started doing that. It was like June of 2019, I think, is when we started. Okay. Um, That's when it all began. But I very quickly realized that I was running out of space for all my stuff. Oh, I'm sure. So... <laughs> 
I, it's funny. Like, get everything out of my yes, house. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Trent was like, you're done. Yep. Um, but one of my good friends, Sarah Powers, who owns Top Buttons, yep. they opened Winter Haven Top Buttons and they had like this random thousand square feet or whatever it was um, that they needed filled. And she was like, do you want to bring some of your stuff? And I was like, oh, yes, yes. Duh. like I'm in. Yeah. So we moved in like the next weekend so and nice. it was our first, you know, foray into having a retail space. And mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Everyone was so kind and encouraging and it, you know it got us in a new market because right. I was in Lakeland um I don't have a ton of like Winter Haven friends or contacts mm-hmm. so it was really cool to open that door and I've made a, a lot more contacts in Winter right. Haven since then but um yeah so then um in February of 21 we um opened a space here in Lakeland but it was kind of like it was like a storage that I sold out of so it wasn't okay. my carport anymore which was great yeah the neighborhood was not you know calling the police <laughs> Because they were thinking about it. They were oh. like, if we see random strangers in your carport one more time. And I was like, okay, they're, they're nice. Like, they're little I'm ladies. selling furniture. Right. I'm like, they're buying vases, not drugs. So <laughs> anyways, so that was really exciting to have a space here. But it was like, it was a medical building. It was um, really old. Was this to... COVID? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Girl, everyone's wearing masks. Okay. Like, but got you got to know. You got to know. The crazies <laughs> come out for vintage. Like oh. people that are like. I can't even describe to you some of the people that would come out to this place. Like, I would be like, how did you find me? Who are you? Like, not my Instagram followers, you not my friends from church. Yeah, I was like, did you see a sign somewhere that I didn't know about? But it was wonderful. People came out and um, the building just wasn't like what I had hoped for. Right. But I was so grateful. One of my mom's friends was selling their building and that's why they let me even rent it. So it was okay. like, again, such a God thing. The timing was crazy, but, you know, and so... Um, we were there for about six months and then I was, I was just exhausted. We had been open like every couple of weeks, you know, 200 people would come through and buy all this stuff. I mean, it was great. Like it was oh fun, gosh. but it's exhausting, right? Oh, like yeah, that's a lot talking to 200 people, negotiating, like right. going and sourcing all the stuff. I right. was constantly driving around finding stuff, like oh borrowing friends' trucks. Like we were humble roots. So that is a lot. It was a lot. I'm tired thinking about it again. I'm like getting out of breath thinking about it again. Like so many things that we moved and did. But anyway, we were going to close up our retail space because I was doing well on Instagram. Right. And that I could do for my house, right? Like I could just put it in right. a storage unit, ship it and be fine. Be so mm-hmm. um, a guy came in and like when I say like a Bane mask, you know what I mean? Like from Batman, like <laughs> yeah. I was worried about him. I was like, sir, are you okay? And he started like picking up all this stuff to buy. And I was like, you know, you're good. Actually, you buy whatever you want. Yeah. I'll just see you in your mask. Come back great. next time. And it was actually a doctor here in town. And he started asking me these questions. And I was like, why do you want to know so much about my business? Like, <laughs> how may I help you? And he was like, I actually have a building down the street that I'm not using the third floor of. And I was like, okay, we're already really close to downtown. And you're saying you're closer, which means right. rent's going to be more expensive. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm tired. So yeah. I just don't know <laughs> if this is the no, best thing. Thank you. But I looked at my dad who does this with me and he was like, well, let's just see it. Like, let's just check it out. I'm like, okay. I like, you know, send him like my location. I'm like, if I get murdered here, like <laughs> tell everyone I love them. And so this doctor takes me into the building and it's like super medical, very clean, but like not again, doesn't work for vintage. So right. I was like, dang it. Like, mm-hmm. but I'll just talk to him. We ended up talking for two and a half hours. He would not tell me anything about like the space or like, like the price. I was like, um, he was just trying to get you in there so he can get a discount. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, which I would have given him because he was so nice. But he's like, okay, let's go up to the third floor. And I'm like, okay, like he had showed me like 
the first floor and the second floor, but not the third floor. So he takes me up in this elevator and I, I Nikki, I can't even like tell you, like people walk up and they're like, <gasps> like, it's like this audible gasp because Ugh. it's, it's insane. Like, it looks like you're in, like, a warehouse in Chicago in the early 1900s. Like, exposed brick walls, Love all wood it. floors. Like, apparently it used to be a candy factory. Then it was a movie studio. Like, it's the what? coolest space. Right. And I'm, like, I start crying in front of this strange man. I'm, like, I'm sorry, but I, like, have dreamed about this space. <laughs> and he was, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's, like, I know. Yeah, he's, like, I knew you would love it. Um, and it needed some work. Like, it didn't have AC. Um, a lot of the electric needed to be updated wow. and there was no walls. So I was like, I feel like I need a couple walls just to like put art on. Right. Um, like there was just the brick on the outside and then windows all along the oh, front. Love that. I, I was dying. Like, again, literally sobbing like a stranger. But I was like, you know, like we would really need a good deal to make this work. Like I'm right. only going to be able to be open a couple days a week. I have two kids. Like I have another job. Like, right. can we make this happen? And he was like, I feel like the Lord wants you here. And I want you here and I want to bless you. So you name your price and you can move in next week. And I was like, I must have heard you wrong while I was crying because that doesn't even make sense. Right. How? Thank you. Me and my dad left Nikki that building and we said, we're never going to hear from that man again. He's an angel and he doesn't exist. So like, (laughs) that was fun. Like we dreamed that. I know. I like cry usually when I tell it because it's, it just doesn't make sense. Like such a god thing so yeah. like we i texted him the next day and i was like are you alive do you, <laughs> you exist you it's there? me <laughs> and he was like yeah i'll give you the keys the next week and i was like well, you literally cool. cannot go wrong right i i died so you're like this is meant to be yes so we moved in in october of 2021 we opened december 3rd so we're coming up on our one-year anniversary that's um, so exciting we're gonna do some kind of party so oh, it's gonna be even yeah. more exciting so that's how we got to curated. Oh my gosh. Isn't that crazy? That is so cool. I know. I didn't know that story either. I know. I love telling story. I learned story. so much during this podcast. <laughs> like, episode. This is a learning podcast. Seriously, it is. I'm like, this is just for my benefit. I don't no, even I know get if it. I have followers. I anymore, get it. Honestly. I would do this just to learn about people. <laughs> I'm in. So, okay, but you mentioned your dad does it with you. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that either. He's so, so it's not cute. just you. You're not a solo person. No, I couldn't be with moving the furniture. Yeah, like, lot. and Trent, you know, has taken on a lot with the kids. Like, because I'm right. open Fridays and Saturdays. So mm-hmm. he gets the kids from school on Fridays, hangs with them till I close. And then Saturdays, you know, I leave by nine and he's Aww. there till four, which like, he's their dad. He should be watching them. I'm not, <laughs> you know, shout out to the moms, but also shout out to the dads. Yeah. Like, I get like, it's just a lot, but he's been wonderful. So my dad has really... Um, always had an interest in like vintage. Like we used to go garage selling together and like antiquing Aww. together. So that was part of like why I started this was because my dad wanted to do it with me and I could not do it without him. And because of that, my mom has gotten roped in too. <laughs> She's always like, like oh, stuck. what are you guys doing? Like, where, do I need to pick up furniture? Do you need help? Do you want me to work the shop? She's amazing. Aww. She's so helpful. So um, yeah, so it's kind of become like a family business. That's and so cool. I just get to be the face and do the Instagram posts. So mm. I know. See, when you have something like that, though, it doesn't feel like work. No, it you doesn't. Know? Like it sounds like it's more fun that you guys yeah. get to do it together. It is. And like, so when I'm sourcing, I get to do it with them mm-hmm. and it's fun. Or like, even when we're in different cities all the time, like I feel like I have like a purpose for traveling more than just to get great coffee somewhere right. else. Like, or like <laughs> eat great food. I'm like, okay, I need Decaf. to go to like 
decaf coffee. Only decaf, guys. <laughs> decaf all the way. I'm, you're going to get so much feedback about that one comment. If anyone listens to this, they're going to be like, she only drinks decaf. <laughs> Is she okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just like sourcing wise and like even like when I'm working, my parents will usually come in and like work with me and it's mm-hmm. quality time. And I like I I wouldn't do it without them. Yeah. So and I couldn't do it without my husband. So Aww. I got a great squad. So the name, did you guys come up with it together? Um, LOL. So <laughs> I presented three name options to a group of my best friends when we were sitting at the joinery three feet away. Uh, we were having dinner and I was like, guys, I'm starting a business. And they were like, what? And I was like, I need you to help me come up with a name. And they were like, what? <laughs> and I was like, well, I have three options. And so like we kind of it was like the Curated Collective, um, something like Curiosity. Like mm-hmm. I wanted Curated in there, but yeah. I wanted the idea of a collective as well like to I wanted it to indicate that it wasn't just me because between me and my parents like obviously that's its own collective but then two I have really tried to bring in vendors and pop-ups and just like have it be a space that's multi-purpose like people have baby showers there you can have a oh, wine yeah. and cheese night with I your saw friend. I that recently. Yes. I was like, like what? I so know. Cool. And we have like a little event space in the back. So cute. And people do photo shoots there and people have done like, you know, just random events. But to me, the fun of owning a business is helping other business owners. And yes. that probably sounds cheesy. No. But, but I don't mean it in the sense of like, I just love helping people. I mean it like to have other people in your space and to introduce these makers and these small business owners yep. to other customers. Yep. Like nothing brings me more joy. And then too, just like this, like I get to learn about other people's stories and their businesses and they're like, we, yeah. we you know, bounce things off each other. Like, yes, some of my best friends right now are small business owners that have popped up at my shop. Like, really? Yes. Cause you just connect, like, you know, like you just connect yeah. when you have that in common. Cause it takes a special type of crazy to yeah. own your own business. I feel like you understand, <laughs> like to start something, it does. you have to have so much determination, so much yes. time, so many resources, a great like squad to yeah. be with you. And so I think that's where I've found like the most joy in this is working with other small business owners. Yeah. So, well, that's, what's cool about Lakeland. And I feel like this is literally a recurring like yeah. topic across every single episode I've done. But Lakeland is just so close-knit and everyone yes. is so willing to help each other. Yes. And there's just like no competition. No, it's, I have never once, like, so obviously June Taylor, who is yes. um, not that far from here, um, Kelly, and I, I, she and I were already friends and like, I always respected her business. But when I started, I was concerned like, oh, is she going to feel like I'm like encroaching or like taking right. her idea or something? But like, never once I literally bought furniture from her two weeks ago like Love she comes by the shop every couple months like it's there is no sense of oh I want so and so to fail so that I can succeed right from me or from anyone Anybody. else I've never felt that and people are always like supporting I, that is like one thing that I will say is my customers blow me out of the water like with their encouragement and their support people will come in and be like oh my gosh I've been so excited to come here and I'm like little old me like how do you even know about this like we're in like the third story of a random building like you have to come back through our garage door like it's like so crazy how people find us but yeah that that idea and that sense of support has been there the whole time it's that's been amazing so nice. yeah yeah that's like everyone's I feel like mostly everyone's favorite thing about Lakeland I know yeah. that's my favorite thing about Lakeland yeah and it's cool too because like I, we see it kind of often right we're both realtors also right. and so 
there's we always say like there's enough business to go around yes. right because the real estate market is so saturated yes so sometimes there are people that definitely get competitive and they're a little bit questionable um but then there's the most majority of realtors that are they get along and they realize yeah. that we work together and there's really no competition right um but you don't see that in every aspect no. or every business or every no. industry and so it's i just feel like it's so specific to lakeland yeah like, I go home to New Jersey and obviously that's a whole nother story, but like you definitely <laughs> don't see that there, you know, anywhere. Yeah. So um, I think that that's really cool. And I love that everybody says that when they come into this room. Every I hear it all person. the time from other people too. I'm like, good. Everyone's being nice to you too. Great. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what like ultimately inspired you to start it? Was it because that it was like a hobby when you were younger with your parents or what was it exactly? Yeah. So I debated before I came and feel free to cut this out how personal I was going to get <laughs> on this podcast. But... Do it. I know. I feel like I can say kind of anything at this point. Yeah. Um, so I, um, the first couple years of Trent and I's marriage, um, my main focus was being a wife and a stepmom. Like mm-hmm. I really wanted to move into those roles. That's what I felt called to. I did a little bit of real estate, but not a ton. Mm-hmm. I did some like fun, random things. Like I was super involved with junior league. Yeah. I, um, I helped out at a consignment store that doesn't exist anymore. That was oh. in Dixieland. It was called What's New Consignment. And okay. so just like random little stuff that I would do. But I I really, again, wanted my family to be my priority as I figured out right. what that role looked like. I'd yeah. never been in that role. So um, and I'm so grateful for that time. But <clears throat> in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I am an extrovert in case you can't tell. <laughs> and I need my people. And mm-hmm. it was like part of me was dying. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking, I was like, how do I connect with like the outside world Mm -hmm. Um, and virtual was one of the main ways. So like starting an Instagram business gave me that opportunity to connect with people. I have customers in like 40 out of 50 states like that I've shifted to. It's so cool. And people, you know, in California would message me and be like, I'm so glad that you're able to ship this because nothing here is open. I can't go look for this. Oh, right. Because we were like the only place in the world. Right. Literally. Like, people in New York business. were messaging me. Yeah. Like, I haven't left my house in three weeks. I'm like, OK, girl, I'll get you your vase. Like, oh, but my like, gosh. You, I, I, you know, we were privileged here to have things right. be really Very. open and accessible. Um, but that was not the case everywhere. And right. I understand why. And so that left like a lot of wanting for me for connection. So it filled that role. But then two. I think, you know, and again, shout out to the moms, shout out yeah. to the stepmoms, shout out to the dads. Like parenting takes a lot. Um, you know, having a partner takes a lot of emotional energy, especially yeah. when you want to be good at it, right? right? Like when you care so much. So for me, it was like I got to this point where I was like, I have given the last three years of my life, because we got married in 2017, um, to my family and I'm ready for something for me. Like right. I want something where You're I feel like I got this now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like where I feel creatively fulfilled, where I feel like I'm thriving, where I feel like, again, I'm interacting and people aren't right. just like you're Trent's wife or you're Cooper's stepmom or you're Wesley's mom. Cause I had right. Wesley at that point, like, or you're Deborah and Darren's daughter. Like there was so many associations where mm-hmm. I was like, but I'm Julia and I want to yeah. be, I want to have my own thing. So, um, that was a big part of it. And I, it has been so much work and so much time. And there have been moments where I'm like, shoot, I haven't been a good mom or a good wife this week because I've been so focused on the business. Right. But my true north will always be God and my family. So I can always come back to that and and to feel like I've got this thing that I'm so passionate about because I am really passionate about design and decor. Like I know you had asked, you know, some of that from growing up. I was the eight-year-old that had like Vogue magazine. Like I was all (laughs) about like design and like 
color and pattern. And you'll see that, you know, when you come to my store, you can't sit anywhere without seeing a pattern somewhere. Like I have like 1970s bamboo and then I have like Ushak rugs and then I have, you know, striped so chairs. Cool. Like it's insane. Like you got it, you know, your ADHD, my right. ADHD. But you ADHD. do have to have a passion for that kind of stuff and you yeah. have to be a special kind of person because you literally just said like four words and I don't know what any of them mean. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I know exactly what that rug looks like. No, but I don't. That, <laughs> you know what's so cool, Nikki, is that was the biggest thing for me was learning about all of that. Right. And people were so kind and so helpful. I have a lot of decorators that shop with mm-hmm. me um, and they'd be like, oh, why don't you try styling it like this? And I was like, yeah, go move it. You, you Thank you. Yes, I agree. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just like that chest. If you think this book looks good on it, put the book. Like, right. I'm so open to that feedback. And it's been so cool to learn about all the different like time periods and the the regions that you can source from. I, I genuinely had no idea. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I, I learned everything. so much. Yeah. No, like it's been a learning curve. And it's been another area where I've seen people be so like, gracious and kind and like want to help right now yeah that's so cool I mean I feel like too it's also really inspiring to somebody who maybe might want to start a business and they're like yeah but I don't know how and I don't know all the aspects and yeah that's one thing that I've learned too about being a business owner is that like you're never gonna have all the answers no and that's in real estate too like in general like totally I tell my agents this all the time, especially new agents, like you will never have all the answers. No. Like no transaction is the same. Yep. You're still going to learn 20 years down the road. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's the same for businesses too. Like, and I don't know, years ago, if you had asked me, like, do you think you'll ever be a business owner? I would always say no, just yeah. because I felt like I don't know enough. You right. Know? You'll but never know never going to know enough. Yeah. Like that is the truth of it. Like you will never know enough. I think that's a really good point. And I will say like, starting out, especially like you're saying in real estate, Mm -hmm. I feel like I got some of that knowledge and I learned some of that through the real estate because I did real estate before I ever did curated. I was licensed when I was 18, I think. Oh, wow. I didn't start working until later, but I, you know, that was like so stressful for me when I got onto my first team at Keller Williams. I was like, I know nothing. I can't sell you a home. I don't know. I don't know the window is like, I literally cannot help you. (laughs) But obviously I had great team leads that, that really taught me. But they were very clear too. Like you can always ask us. We're not always going to know. Yep. We've been doing this for ten years longer than you have. We're, you're still going to stumble across yeah. things that we've never encountered. Yeah, because like you're saying, every house is different. Every client is different. You yep. just don't know how it's going to go. Yeah, sometimes things happen, and you're like, "What is going on?" Right, <laughs> and you have to be okay with that. And I think yeah. you and I have learned that through real estate, and that did really help with curated. Someone will be like, "Oh, is this like a Ming piece from the 1800s?" And I'm like, "Girl, I don't know." Like. <laughs> I literally have no clue. I just like it. I just like it. I will say that. I'm like, I just like it. And I'm not charging you the Ming price. So like, if you want to go research and you find out it's worth $8,000, congratulations. pay me (laughs) $8,000. Let me know. Come back and give me a 25% referral fee or something. I don't know. Right. If you go on Antiques Roadshow, holler at your girl. Tell them where you got it from. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I don't don't care about like knowing everything because that's not where the value is to me. Yeah. Finding something that I love and passing that on to someone else, that's where the value is. Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, Saturday or Fridays and Saturdays were yes. open, right? Yes. What times? 10 to 4. 10 to 4. Okay. Yeah. And we could still shop on Instagram, oh. right? Yeah. I haven't been posting as much on Instagram. Usually, if I'm posting now, it's on stories because I've just found that that's a quicker way to sell. Yeah. Um, it is. You know, with the algorithm, static posts, like I maybe you'll get 100 anymore. likes, maybe you'll get 10. Yep. So, um, 
It is really annoying. Instagram, if you're listening, feel free to uh, help us out here. (laughs) No, I just hate you. (laughs) We don't like you. Uh, But also thanks for supporting my small business. Um, But yeah, stories have been great. But a lot of times I do tell people to just come in because, you know, the other thing about vintage, the quality and the shape and the condition and the scale, like Mm -hmm. that's hard to tell over a video. There are some people that I follow that are incredible about. I mean, they do every shot, every angle, every measurement. I'm like, Look, here's a chair. <laughs> Come get it. Do you, you like know? it? Yeah. Do you want this? Um, but again, that's where I'm like, you know, you're paying. And I don't think people realize this. And this is something that I do want to share. Like, people don't realize how much time goes into sourcing alone. Like, oh, I'm sure. I, I had to pay someone to drive to North Tampa today to pick up some pieces. But like, that cost them three hours. That cost me a trailer that cost, like you see what I'm saying? Like I had to buy moving blankets for that. I had to coordinate for three days with the person I was picking up from. Like there's, you know what I'm saying? There's so many things that go into it time-wise where, and it's kind of like a real estate transaction. You don't just say you want to buy the house and then you buy it. Right. Like there's a month of like all this paperwork and all these different inspections. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's obviously not that strenuous usually, but this idea of like, oh, I just picked this up at Goodwill down the street from me and it magically right. got cleaned up and, and appeared here with a sticker on it. It's a lot more. No, like I bought that in North Carolina and I had to smuggle it home in my suitcase with six <laughs> shirts wrapped around it. Like that's, that should be $800. Okay? Right. Like, yeah. So just the idea of, you know, vintage takes time, but it's so worth the time that you put into it because it's a piece you probably won't find again. Anywhere else. Right. Yeah, exactly. So do you do any kind of like personal shopping for people? Like, do you ever have customers that say like, I'm looking for something specific and you find it? Yeah. And that's been harder. I'll be honest lately. Sourcing has become really challenging because once the pandemic hit and no one could get any new furniture and everything was shut down in China, people were like, oh, I could go to the thrift store and buy a dresser instead (laughs) and paint it. And you're like, great. So now everyone's there all the time. Yes. It's very competitive now, but it makes, you know, personal items to it just as it's got to be somebody that I really love and mm-hmm. that I know is going to buy it if I find it. Because there's been a couple times in yeah. this learning curve where someone would be like, find this. And I'm like, look, I found it. And they're like, oh, it. not that. And I'm like, this is the picture that you sent me. <laughs> and it's $5. Like, this is the exact What item. am I missing? <laughs> yeah. So like, but you know, that's part of the the game, I guess, too. And, sure. and the learning of any business is, and I'm sure you found this in real estate and in other ways, like, there are some people you just don't work with. <laughs> Right. Not because they're probably great people, right? Like probably have great families and, you know, what? It's not for you. They're just not for me. And yeah. that's okay. And I've had to realize that because there are people that walk in all the time and they're like, oh, I hate antique stores, but I love this antique store. And I'm like, thank you for ending that nicely because wow. that could have really hurt my feelings. <laughs> but they're, you know, they're like, we like the way it's set up. We like that you've, you know, kind of narrowed it down. So it's not like digging through dusty right. old piles. But I know some people it's overwhelming to walk yeah. in. If you're used to going to like, Pottery Barn, I don't look like Pottery Barn. Right. And I don't want to look like Pottery Barn. But if right. that's, you know, if that's where you prefer to shop, go for it. I own Pottery Barn stuff. There's nothing, yeah. you know, but like it has to be something that works for you. And and I'm fine with that. And not taking things personally was a good learning curve for me of, you know, if someone asks me how much a vase is and then I say it and they don't like the price. I know now I'm confident enough in my yeah. pricing. It's not because I'm not priced well. It's because you don't really want the vase. And that's exactly. okay. Yep. You'll find another vase that you love. Yeah. And I'll keep this one. Exactly. For <laughs> so, myself. Or yeah. for Nancy Pro- down the street. Honestly, it'll probably be at my house. <laughs> a lot of things end up at my house. So I feel like that's probably so hard, like finding things that you absolutely love and it's you're so like, hard. can we just put this inside, please? Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, put it in the shop. <laughs> right. He's like, we don't have room. I actually 
part of the reason I was running late is because we we're moving all this stuff today, as I told you. I walked in with a hamburger in case anyone's wondering. I was eating it. It looked really good. She didn't bring me one, though. It was delicious, and I regret that. I should have brought <laughs> two more burgers. <laughs> but um was because someone was unloading pieces that I just bought, vintage pieces, into our new house. And I was like, sorry, Trent. Uh, don't worry about it. You're so, like, just sneak them in the back. Yeah, it, in the garage. <laughs> yep, they're snuck in the garage. So. Hey, listen. I have Amazon packages at my doorstep every day. Right. So, it's very you know, similar like, I get to it. that. You know, yes. I get it. We all have a passion. Mine is <laughs> <No>. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Trent might prefer that. He loves Amazon. So yeah, it's a blessing and a curse, honestly. Right. So, so okay, looking ahead then, do we do you have future plans, like anything that you want to do or any goals that you have in mind for the shop? Yeah. So um I think and I, you know, it's hard to talk about a goal because then you're like, well, I've just said it out loud. And if I don't reach it, I've got all these people that are gonna be like, hey, whatever happened to that goal of yours? That's why you gotta say it right here on so. this episode. Okay, here we go. Everyone tune in. <laughs> here we go. Um but one idea that I've had for a while, which again, this this whole shop was kind of born out of this idea of the collective. So right. um, have you ever been to Pont City Market in Atlanta? No, but I've heard of it. It's so fantastic. Oh, it was I like my go. big inspiration. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to be Pont City Market. <laughs> nope, that's not my goal, guys. Don't don't hold me to <laughs> that. If you see me, me on the street, don't ask me about Pont City Market. <laughs> but kind of the idea of the joinery, but for vendors. Oh, yeah. For small businesses, for retail, for makers. Um to have something like that. And it's not super doable at our current shop because again, it's on the third floor. Right. I'm only able to be open Fridays and Saturdays, which, you know, I think other people would want more hours. Right. Um, but I think we've seen this idea and, and I don't think it's a new idea, right? Um, of community, of bringing people together. I think it's a biblical idea. I think it's ancient. Absolutely. Like people lived in these close-knit communities. You had 12 friends, you had no cell phone, and you had a couple cows. Like and you still like, had fun. Yeah, and you loved it. And right? lived. <laughs> and you all took care of each other's kids. And yeah. like the elderly were all taken care of by each other. So like, I love that model. And so I think we're seeing that with Catapult. I think we're seeing that with the yeah. joinery. I think we're seeing that with Pond City Market. I think we're seeing that with market pop-ups where 25 vendors are yeah. getting together. Like there is this idea of strength in numbers. And like you said, that only really works in a community where people want to support each yeah. other. Yeah. It doesn't work if it's if the girl next to you selling earrings is competition for your bracelets. Like right. you have to be okay buying a pair of earrings from her at the right. end of the day. Like, yep. So I think that's more of what I see as our future is making it even more of a collective. Yeah. Like not just having temporary pop-ups. I mean, yes, having those, but having a space where everybody gets like a booth almost. It, yep. And again, like an antique mall, yeah. but a little less crazy, <laughs> a little less stressful for those of you who like Pottery Barn. Yeah. Um, I think that's where I'd love to to be in five years, but who knows? I love this. See, it's cool too, because that's so unique to Lakeland. Like we yeah. don't have anything like that. Right. Technically speaking, like you right. brought up a couple places, like obviously we're in Catapult right now. Right. It's a similar concept, the joinery, similar concept, but yeah. we don't have anything specific to that. Yeah. Um, and I love that Lakeland is going places like that because yes. you, if you look at Atlanta or maybe yep. Tampa or other places, you'll you'll see that. Yeah. Um, but here you don't. Right. And what's cool is that it's like the people that live here and the people that or have lived here for a while, you're not from here, but the people that like live here and are Lakelanders are the ones that are starting these businesses. Yes. And it's not like outside people are coming in and and popping them up. And that to me is like so, so, so special, yeah. you know, because then I know like you love this community and right. there's a reason why you're here and why you're starting this here. Yeah. So, and I think, goal. I think that's true. I think too, like what's crazy is how much the outside people are helping to influence that too, Yeah, which is, I feel like you made a really good point. 
the locals are the ones that are invested enough to like yeah. start it and stay and stick it out and who get the support from the community to continue. Yeah. Because I think it is really hard to come into Lakeland as an outsider. Just I've heard that from a lot of different people and friends that moved later in life into Lakeland. Right. It is a very tight knit community, which has its pros and its cons. But I think when you have someone that comes from Atlanta or New York or California and says, hey, we had this there and you don't have it. We should have that. Right. Somebody's going to pick that up and go, oh, I, I didn't even know that existed because I didn't live in California. I didn't yeah. know they had that. Or I didn't live in New York. I haven't seen that model. Yep. Can you explain it to me? Can you show it to me so we can replicate it here? Right. And I think that's happening a lot. And I'm so, so grateful for it. But I want to see it more. Yes. I know. Me too. Every time I read like LAL today, I'm like, what's new? What's I know. new? What's new? What's Tell me new there's thing? something. <laughs> I, know, I agree with you. I'm always scrolling. <laughs> me like, too. What's our, what are we going to do this weekend? Yeah. Last, there was like probably two weeks ago, they posted something about like all these new businesses coming to Lakeland. And I was like, okay, now I'm a little bit overwhelmed. There's right. like 10 Can I here. get to how, everything? How do I get to all of them in one day? <laughs> I said that to my friend the other day. I was like, I, I think this is the, it was a week where we were crazy busy. We had so many events. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the first time that I've thought, I can't go to all the fun things. <laughs> do it all. Like normally I'm like, yeah, there's one thing. So I can yeah. go to that or like or two, two in a week. Manageable. Yeah. And this was the first time that I was like, there's seven. <laughs> I can't go to all seven. What do I, like what I had I to do? say no. <laughs> and it was so good for me. And it just made me go, huh. Yep. It's like being in a big city where there's 700 there's things, things going on. Yeah. Right. You can pick one or two yep. and then have FOMO about the other five. Yes, so the FOMO is so real. I can't ever say so no. It's impossible. No, no, no. Same. <laughs> if I say no to something, it's probably because I'm on my deathbed. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're going to wrap it up, but I always have like spitfire questions at the end. Kind of. Not really. Oh no. Um, There's like two. One, (laughs) what's your favorite part about Lakeland? And it could be personal or business, whatever avenue you want to take. Yeah. My, I mean, we've talked about a lot of my favorite parts about Lakeland, but um, I think I really value after living in a couple big cities, um, our lakes and the communities that are built around. Okay. No one's ever said that. I love it. Wow. I did not think that would be an original thought. I was expecting (laughs) to be like, okay, everyone likes the lakes. That's why it's Lakeland. (laughs) But no, I think, um, you know, I grew up around Lake Hollingsworth. Mm -hmm. We've lived there since we moved back. Um, And I'm not saying that one lake's better than the other. I love Lake Morton. Um, I mean, (laughs) I mean, I do love Lake Hollingsworth. Shout out to Lake Hollingsworth. But But I think, you know, just seeing people running the lake and walking lake and my kids growing up at the country club on the lake and knowing like there's just so many memories I associate with it from middle school and high school and that my kids are going to associate with it. Both sets of grandparents live around the lake. A lot of our friends, like just everyone, again, it's that community aspect of everyone kind of being in the same area and and having that shared experience of like you know when someone's like do you want to walk the lake like we know what you that know means which one. like you it's know. so yes. you're uh-huh. like I know where to park I'll go like it's just yeah you know so I think that's a really cool part of Lakeland yeah that's so unique and I'm glad you said that too because there's like a ton of lakes in Winter Haven yeah um and sometimes I feel like our lakes get like below that because yeah. we're not the chain and you can't jump from lake right. to lake but it's like a different experience right? it is a totally different experience like you just when you go to winter haven it's like for boating and right to bounce from lake right to lake. but i'm not here, gonna walk around one of the lakes in winter haven no i'm but sure people here, do you're but. gonna walk and you're gonna rollerblade and you're gonna ride right. a bike and you're gonna meet up and your you're friends. gonna see 75 yes. of your neighbors yes. walking too uh-huh. like everyone you've ever met is also probably walking the lake or at Publix yes. with you like one time i found a dog during covid and it was during covid so we were drinking wine walking around the lake right. naturally that was me and my best friend alexis and we found this dog and we were like 
well, let's just like continue to walk around the lake with his dog. Oh so we gosh, just like stop. put her under our arm and we were walking. And then finally, like somebody drove by and waved. And she's like, that's my dog. And You're I was like, like, oh, here, here dog delivery. Yeah. She lived on the lake. So, it, you know, it, it, things happen when you Classic walk around Lakeland. the lake. You're like, here, I, I dog sat your dog for 30 minutes. You want him back? I gave him some wine. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. So, that's yeah. amazing. But I'm glad you brought that up. No one's ever said that. So that was really cool. Okay. And then lastly... Where can we find you? Like, not your home address, but oh, just... okay. I was like, I don't think I can share address. that no. at this time. Um, Instagram PL handle. box. I'm just kidding. Um, so I'm at the curated collective dot shop on Instagram. We don't really do Facebook. Okay. I don't have a Twitter, which I don't know if anyone will have a Twitter in the next couple months based on what's going on. So glad I didn't waste time on that account. Um, <laughs> yeah, really, that's our main social media. And then we are located at the corner of Lyman, South Florida, downtown. Um it is the Blue Ocean Eye building. It's right across from Bank of America. And we're on the third building. floor. So come by anytime, y'all. Love it. Only on Fridays and Saturdays, though. Okay, yeah. Don't come by anytime <laughs> or the doctors will be like, why are, why are you here? <laughs> we can't sell you antiques. This is an eye doctor. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and we will see you next time. Love you. Bye. <laughs>